Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Working Class Observer, the Class Warfare Report, transmission 06082020. Whoo, I did that sly as fuck. Let's take a sip. You know, I got the coffee. Folgers Finest. And we also have a bit of OMYCD from Colorado's Finest. Had a hand in growing it. <sighs> I'm a boomtown rat and I don't really like Mondays, but it's a great way to start one. And right here is the top story in my personal honest opinion. Broken late last night by the Minneapolis city council i have here an article from the appeal saying minneapolis city council members announced intent to disband the police department invest in proven community-led public safety it's by jay willis it's great it's great you know they said that uh they're just a bunch of rioters and looters you know if they're a bunch of rioters and looters uh how did we get this outcome how did we get this outcome out of a bunch of criminals that's so strange. <sighs> On Sunday afternoon, a veto-proof majority of Minneapolis City Council members announced their commitment to disbanding the city's embattled police department, which has endured relentless criticism in the wake of police killing of George Floyd, an unarmed black man, on May 25th. Um, enduring relentless criticism is... Uh, <laughs> is it a unique choice of words for an article about how they're being disbanded and then let's also not forget that the third precinct was just burned the third precinct isn't a thing anymore uh, got a quote here we're here because of you we're here today because George Floyd was killed by the Minneapolis police we're here because here in Minneapolis and in cities across the United States, it is clear that our existing system of policing and public safety is not keeping our community safe. Minneapolis City Council President Lisa Bender said Sunday, quote, our efforts at incremental reform have failed, period, unquote. Wow. I feel like that's pretty hard for the government to admit, but this is a very small piece of the government admitting this, so... Quite as far as we needed to go. Pardon the sniff. Ooh, pardon the technical difficulties, but I remember where I'm at. I remember. City Council's decision follows those of several other high-profile partners, including Minneapolis Public Schools and the University of Minnesota, and Minneapolis Parks and Recreation, to sever long-standing ties with the MPD. Shit. It's interesting. It took a coalition of different departments to do it. The announcement today also arrives after several members of the council have expressed a of confidence in the Minneapolis Police Department. Quote, we are going to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department, tweeted Council Member Jeremiah Ellison on June 4th, pledging to dramatically rethink the 
the city's approach to emergency response. In a Time op-ed published the next day, council member Steve Fletcher cited the MPD's lengthy track record of misconduct and, quote, decades-long history of violence and discrimination, all of which are subjects of an ongoing Minnesota Department of Human Rights investigation as compelling justifications for the department's disbandment. Quote, we can resolve confusion over a $20 grocery transaction without drawing a weapon or pulling out handcuffs, unquote, Fletcher wrote. Wow, this is powerful. But it's amazing how much I have not heard of the time op-ed or uh, the human rights investigation just being completely outside of that, only hearing about the protests, the police brutality. Um, yeah, there's always more. There's always more going on. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey said last night that he opposed disbanding the police department at a protest organized led by Black Visions Collective against police violence in the city. That answer earned him a thundering chorus of boos and chants of shame. And go home, Jacob. Go home. The New York Times called the scene a humiliation on a scale almost unimaginable outside of cinema or nightmare. <laughs> oh, the shame. Oh, man. Yeah, a video in the description. Everybody should see Jacob Frey deny the will of the people. It's great. Quote, The last Democratic mayor, Betsy Hodges, handled a murder of Jamar Clark poorly. We told her she was going to lose her job, and she did. Misty Knorr, a Black Visions collective organizer, said on Frey's refusal to disband the Minneapolis Police Department. Since taking office in January 2018, Frey has overseen reforms to the MPD's body camera policy that imposed harsher discipline on officers who failed to comply and barred officers from participating in so-called bulletproof warrior training. Oh, shit. Which encourages law enforcement to use deadly force if they feel their lives are in jeopardy. The officer who shot and killed Philando, Philando Castile during a 2016 traffic stop had attended a seminar two years earlier. Yeah. Yeah, this is a... Uh, this is the bulletproof warrior training that says you should kill somebody as soon as you feel like your life is in jeopardy because uh, in life you are with Christ and in death you gain, I believe is what he said. Uh, yeah, it's a, He said it's a win-win situation. In life you live with Christ and in death you gain. You, you win-win for a cop. serious crimes in the city is consistently low. For example, in 2019, Minneapolis police only cleared 56% of cases in which a person was killed. Just over half. For rapes, the police department's solve rate is abysmally low. In 2018, their clearance rate for rape was just 22%. In other words, four out of every five rape goes unsolved in Minneapolis. 
further casting doubt on the department's commitment to solving sexual assaults. MPD announced last year the discovery of 1,700 untested rape kits spanning 30 years, which officials said had been misplaced. That is disgusting, and they deserve this. They deserve being disbanded, and they deserve being fired. Holy shit. There's, there's citations for all of these all of these fuck-ups. Yeah. You have November 16, 2019. Minneapolis police discover 1,700 untested rape Wonderful. They deserve this. They've earned it. This is what you have earned. The council's move is consistent with rapidly shifting public opinion regarding the urgency of overhauling the American model of law enforcement, a.k.a. defund the police. Since Floyd's killing protests that ensued, officials in Los Angeles and New York City have called for making deep cuts to swollen police budgets and reallocating those funds for education, affordable housing, and other social services. Hell, yeah. Law enforcement officers are not equipped to be experts in responding to mental health crises, often leading to tragic results. Nationally, about half of police killings, let let me say that again, nationally, about half of police killings involve someone living with mental illness or disability. About half. Jesus fucking mice. As a result, public health experts have long advocated for dispatching medical professionals and or social workers, not armed police, to respond to calls related to substance use and mental health. Oh, so you can see here also a little shift away from the drugs that would save a lot of people save a lot of lives hopefully pulling from data for progress indicates that more than two-thirds of voters 68 percent support the creation of such programs versions of which are already in place in other cities such as eugene oregon austin texas denver to keep every single member of our community safe and to tell the truth that the Minneapolis police are not doing that, Bender said Sunday. Our commitment is to end our city's toxic toxic relationship with the Minneapolis Police Department, to end policing as we know it, and to recreate systems of public safety that actually keep us safe. It works. is getting a major change and all the citizens had to do was burn the city down. That's it. That's all they had to do. I mean, I knew it would be so easy. But, you know, it's being done. Actions are being taken. But here we have, uh, posted four hours ago, by the wonderful bias, politically fair Fox News uh, by Greg Ray? Ree? This is by Greg. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey rejects city council's push to defund police despite veto-proof majority. 
Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey on Sunday reiterated that he doesn't support abolishing the city's police force, hours after a veto-proof majority of members of the Minneapolis City Council said they want to take the drastic step in the wake of the in-custody death of George Floyd. Frey, who ordered a police station to evacuate as rioters burned into the ground last month, was shouted down by a large gathering of demonstrators near his home on Saturday on Saturday when he defied their demands to shutter the city's police forces entirely. Quote, I'll work relentlessly with Chief Arredondo and alongside community toward deep structural reform and addressing systemic racism in police culture, Frey said in a statement to CARE. Quote, we're ready to dig in and enact more community-led public safety strategies on behalf of our city, but I do not support abolishing the Minneapolis Police Department. Before the crowd outside his home, Frey had prefaced his comments by saying he was coming to grips with his own brokenness and by promising to put the police union in its place. But many protesters clearly were unconvinced, yelling, it's not about you, and go home, Jacob, go home. Frey is also seeking federal and state aid for his city, signing more than $55 million in damage. On Sunday, nine city council members spoke at a protest at Powerhorn Park, a neighborhood in Minneapolis. The number of supporters in attendance represented a veto-proof majority to push the measure through, Fox 9 reported. CARE listed Council President Lisa Bender, VP, Andrea Jenkins, and Council Members Alondra Cano, Jeremiah Ellison, Steve Fletcher, Felipe Cunningham, Cam Gordon, and Jeremy Schroeder as attending the event, most of whom took turns to address the gathered crowd. Fucking nigga. Ellison, the son of State Attorney General Keith Ellison, has openly declared his support for Antifa, <laughs> the left-wing group that President Trump has sought to designate as a terrorist organization. I'm adding this addendum, even though I don't have to. Uh, Antifa just stands for anti-fascist. So, it's not an organization, and it's not a group. Uh, the elder Ellison also has photographed himself with a book documenting Antifa's methods. <laughs> Talking about the anti-fascist handbook. <laughs> I like when Fox News, like, cites, like, leftist work, because it's like they're, like, touching, like used dildos without gloves on. It's, it's funny. Most members of the city council have belonged to the Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party. Okay. Quote, our commitment is to end our city's toxic relationship with the Minneapolis Police Department, Bender said. It is clear that our system of policing is not keeping our community safe. Our efforts at incremental reform have failed, period. It's the same quote from the Appeal article. I love it. Love it. Bender went on to say she and the eight other council members that joined the rally were committed to ending the city's relationship with the police force and, quote, to end policing as we know it and recreate systems that actually keep us safe. Again, this is from the same article. Ellison, for his part, promised that the council would dismantle the department. Nice. All right. Nationally, 
efforts to defund the police have been broadly unpopular, with only about 20% of Americans favoring reductions in police forces. Uh, that's weird, because I see a lot of people in the streets. It's probably not, you know, more than 20% of America in the streets, but it's a lot. You gotta wonder how many people actually support the people in the streets, too. You gotta add those numbers on top. Funding the police will lead to Republican victory this year, huh? Is that so? I could argue with the right campaign, defunding the police would actually energize younger voters to participate in a political system that never seems to want to change, but, you know, if the Hill thinks that it'll just hand it over to the Republicans who want to militarize the police and create a police state, well then, you know, who am I to question the Hill, honestly? Commentators have asserted that the very idea of systemic racism by police is questionable. Hmm. Alright, let's question it then, Fox. Quote, in 2018, the latest year for which such data have been published, African Americans made up 53% of known homicide offenders in the U.S. and commit about 60% of robberies, though they are 13% of the population. Oof. Heather McDonald wrote in the Wall Street Journal this week. Heather McDonald basically says, well, of course they're going to die. They're 53% of the homicide offenders, and they're 60% of robbers. They're criminals. Thank you, Heather, for your input. I'm sure there's no malice in that statement whatsoever. Quote, in 2018, there were 7,407 black homicide victims. Assuming a comparable number of victims last year, those nine unarmed black victims of police shootings represent 0.1% of all African Americans killed in 2019. Mm. By contrast, a police officer is 18 and a half times more likely to be killed by a black male than an unarmed black male is to be killed by an officer. We're going to be seeing that statistic just keep coming back, aren't we? 18 and a half times. 18 and a half times. Hmm. That's the new message of the day, isn't it? Police officers are 18 and a half more times likely to be killed by a black male than an unarmed black male is to be killed by a police officer. We'll come back to that. McDonald continued, quote, May 2015 Justice Department analysis of the Philadelphia Police Department found that white police officers were less likely than black or Hispanic officers to shoot unarmed black suspects. Oh, so it's not a race thing, it's actually just a officer thing. It's a, it's a police training issue, then, is it? Research by Harvard Economics, Roland J. Fryer Jr., Honestly, that's a cool name. Also found no evidence of racial discrimination in shootings. Any evidence to the contrary fails to take into account crime rates and civilian behavior before and during interactions with police. Unquote. Uh, yeah, um, again, if, you know, re- 
researchers are seeing racial discrimination isn't necessarily uh, a problem, and yet police murders are, uh, then it's a police issue. It's just not what Fox is willing to point you in the direction of. They're just saying that this movement isn't worth it because all the hubbub that they're making this about isn't as real as you think it is. But that statistic that they're quoting is a little skewed as well. So that 18.5% skewed as shit. Friar's work has also determined that when police pull out of communities, black deaths tend to increase. <laughs> Friar's work has also determined Oh, so instead of citing his study, uh, it cites a Wall Street Journal opinion. All right, thank you, Fox. Thank you so much. Quote, the false narrative of systemic police bias resulted in targeted killings of officers during the Obama presidency. Targeted killing of officers during, and it leads to a YouTube video. Hmm. Questions, no answers. Well, that just led me into <laughs> some video that. shootout between a Dallas officer and a civilian. I'm not sure how that, approved, that proves that um, there was a lot of officer killings, targeted killings under the Obama administration. That kind of seems like conspiracy theory shit to me. That was a... Uh, that's some dark shit, Fox. The false narrative of systemic police bias resulted in targeted killings of officers during the Obama presidency. So, she's accusing the Obama presidency for creating a false narrative, aka a conspiracy theory, of systemic police. Because oh no, no it, not because, but it resulted in targeted killings of officers. You know what's strange is like, I don't really remember systemic police violence being uh, what Waco was about. I believe Waco had something to do with civil war, and it had something to do with uh, taking back America, um, and that also involved taking down the FBI, the local police, um, and I remember that being white supremacists killing officers. That wasn't during the Obama presidency, but I don't really remember a movement of targeted killing of officers unless it was part of uh, Waco or, you know what we call now the Boogaloo, um, and yeah, so that's a weird, Heather McDonald, I'm gonna have to get to know you a little bit better, because you're saying some gross, gross shit, disbanding uh, an entire department has happened before, in 2012, with crime rampant in Camden, New Jersey, the city disbanded its police department and replaced it with a new force that covered Camden County. Okay. So should I look that up and see how it went? Because you just bringing up that they did that. And look, it, what's weird too is that they brought up in 2012 with crime rampant in New Jersey. 
the city disbanded its police department. Why would you disband your police department with crime rampant unless maybe it's the police department that's ramping up crime? Hmm. I'm gonna have to actually go back over this article because there's a lot, there's a lot more to pick apart here. And I feel like it's fitting almost all of their agenda with the Minneapolis Police Department falling apart. It's, it's, mm. Yeah, they're really weaving here. They're trying to sell this basket real fucking quick. Compton, California took the same step in 2000, shifting its policing to Los Angeles County. Um, yeah, which is, that's a complete mistake. Yeah don't agree with that step because you don't want to replace your inside police force with an outside police force they're less likely to give a shit about you it was a step that then attorney general eric holder said the justice department was considering for ferguson missouri after the death of michael brown the city eventually reached an agreement short of that but one that required massive reforms overseen by court-appointed mediator critics charged that Obama administration had pressured Ferguson's department to enter into a consent decree by asserting that disparate impacts of police enforcement were necessarily evidence of police racism. Move to defund or abolish the Minneapolis department is far from assured, with the civil rights investigation likely to unfold over the next several months. local city council members willing to make great changes in the name of safety and public prosperity and then we have a system that is resisting not resisting arrest but resisting change as the protests do continue to grow because Minneapolis is an example of it working and you 
might be able to get it to happen in all of these police departments that have such a nasty record of abuse and brutality. Amazing. Simply amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's right at the doorstep. The steps just have to be taken. It's right there. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, there's always going to be more to read. So that's it for now. At Class Observer, at Knowledge Plug, stay safe.